What's going on, good people? Welcome to Live by the Three, a Raptors podcast with your boy Curly. Give me a follow on the socials at Live by the Period Number Three on Instagram and on Twitter at Live by the Zero Three to get your daily Raptors fix. Or if you just want to talk hoops, please feel free to hit me up on either platform. After a long nine days and NBA All-Star weekend is in the books, the Raptors are back and we don't have to wait any longer. February 23rd, the Raptors were back at home hosting the New Orleans Pelicans. The quest for the sixth seed begins tonight and Fred Van Vliet was asked about the Raptors' playoff aspirations being four and a half games back, 23 games left. Is the sixth seed an achievable goal? And I quote, absolutely. That is from Fred Van Vliet, who was unfortunately not in tonight's game for personal reasons. But we did get back OG Ananobi and Gary Trent Jr. And the New Orleans Pelicans were without their superstar Zion Williamson, who's still dealing with a hamstring injury. Since the Jacoperto trade, the vibe for this team is different. And it is clear that there is a new found sense of confidence going around this team. And to be honest, I don't expect them to say any less the management believes in this core and now this core along with the coaching staff has to go out and deliver and in their way tonight was new orleans pelicans who is not a very good team on the road and the raptors have been a better team at home as of late you were definitely hoping that the raptors were going to be on the winning end of tonight's basketball game but it definitely wasn't going to be easy and at the start of the game it was not very pretty both teams started off the game pretty poorly coming out the gate and obviously without the Raptors best shooter and Fred Van Vliet one was definitely curious to know how the Raptors would fare without somebody who can offer spacing something that the Raptors have struggled with all season long but let's get into the game itself and we're going to start off with the negatives like we normally do because there were a couple of them that really stood out and the first one would definitely have to be the tale of two halves the first half It was great basketball from the Raptors. They were locked in defensively. They eventually started to convert on their offensive opportunities. The ball was moving a little bit. Even though Pascal was very slow coming out the gate, it opened up opportunities for Scotty Barnes, Yacoporto, and the rest as he was working through his struggles. But in the second half, the team definitely looked different. They looked a step slow defensively. They allowed the Pelicans to get to their spots especially Brandon Ingram and CJ McCollum, get into the paint, get into the mid-range, leaving them open on the perimeter, not getting back on defense, leading to fast-break opportunities for the Pelicans, take your pick. It was not very pretty. And when you have a team that's struggling, and then you allow them to find their rhythm, you're going to experience exactly what the Raptors experienced tonight. And while the Raptors did avoid a third-quarter drought, They could not avoid a fourth quarter drought. The offense definitely was stagnant, couldn't get anything going, and the Pelicans went on a serious run, thus losing another fourth quarter lead. Now, it's not unfamiliar territory for the Raptors, but you definitely want them to close out the games on a far more positive note. And as for the last negative, it would definitely have to be the transition defense. The Raptors weren't getting back on defense and it led to a lot of transition threes that allowed the Pelicans to get back into the game. Fast break points were basically a wash, 25 to 23 in favor of the Raptors, but the points off turnovers, and there were a lot of them, while the Pelicans turned over the ball 13 times, the Raptors turned it over 12 times, 
and both were able to generate 21 points off of the turnover so that's not going to get it done especially with the Raptors being a step slow in transition ultimately allowing the Pelicans to get back into the game a team that has playoff aspirations this is not the approach that you want if your goal is to make the playoffs let alone the play-in so the Raptors definitely have to clean things up on that side of the ball if they are looking to be successful in this late season push but let's talk about something a little bit more interesting and let's focus on the positives from this game and while they did give up the fourth quarter lead my first positive is they closed out the fourth quarter yes it wasn't pretty but the Raptors dug deep they weathered the run they weathered the one-man show of Brandon Ingram who absolutely turned up in the second half but it was Pascal creating opportunities at the rim Jacoperto getting offensive rebounds Pascal creating a huge three late in the fourth for Gary Trent Jr. despite his struggles and despite Pascal's struggles they closed out the game as a unit and that's exactly what you want to see at this point of the season and I know Nick Nurse alluded to the idea that they're trying to develop chemistry late and not having Fred Van Vliet in the lineup definitely hurts their initial approach. But you love that despite not having one of their best shooters, despite the struggles of Gary Trent Jr. from the outside and the slow roll from Pascal Siakam that the others stepped up. Jakob Pertl was absolutely tremendous tonight. And they got 20 points coming off the bench from Precious Achua, Chris Boucher, and Jeff Downey Jr. who was finally freed off the bench. Loved every moment of it. But when the Raptors needed to... They found a way to win. Despite losing the fourth quarter lead, they still come away with the victory. And that's exactly what you want. Coming out of the all-star break, coming in focused on the goal, and the Raptors definitely accomplished that tonight. Winning 115 to 110 over the New Orleans Pelicans. The New Orleans Pelicans shot 39 for 84 from the field, giving them 46%, 13 for 30 from three at around 43%. And 19 for 25 from the free throw line at 76%. The Raptors shot 43 for 92 from the field at just under 47%. 9 for 31 from 3 at 29%. And 20 for 25 from the free throw line at 80%. As we quickly look at the other stats, the rebounding battle was definitely in favor of the Raptors tonight. 48 to 43. 11 offensive rebounds, 37 defensive rebounds, a wash for the Pelicans as well. But the Raptors were able to generate 22 second chance points off those opportunities. That is great to see. The Raptors were able to generate 10 steals to the Pelicans six, five blocks to the Pelicans two, and as I previously mentioned, the turnovers and the points off turnovers and the fast break points, definitely a wash tonight, not much separating them. But the main difference for the Raptors tonight, and no surprise here, the bread and butter, 62 points to the Pelicans 42. As we look at the team's performance tonight, we'll start with the starters, Pascal Siakam, OG Ananobi, Scotty Barnes, Jacoperto, and Gary Trent Jr. Pascal Siakam, like I said, got off to a slow start, really struggled to find his game in the first half, but he allowed his teammates to get into their rhythm, and he chose his spots wisely and ended up having a very good game offensively, especially down the stretch when we needed him to be Pascal, be that all-star. He accomplished that tonight. 26 points, 4 rebounds, 5 assists, a 9 for 21 shooting, 1 for 5 from 3, but he did get to the free throw line on a very efficient 7 to 8. Not a bad game coming out of the All-Star break. 
OG Ananobi, great to see him back. He's definitely going to be a very important piece in this playoff hunt. Nice to see that he was aggressive. He didn't shy away on the offensive end. Wasn't very efficient tonight, but you will take it. You love his approach. You love his effort on both sides of the ball. It's going to take time for him to get back into his rhythm. But 12 points, 6 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals, and a block on 5 for 13 shooting. 1 for 8 from 3 and 1 for 1 from the free throw line. I've said it before and I'll say it again, this is what OG needs to do. There's not going to be many nights where he's going 1 for 8 from 3, but you love that he was looking for his shot, you love that the team was looking to create those opportunities for him, he will eventually knock them down, just needs to get his rhythm back. Scotty Barnes, assuming the role of PG tonight, a healthy balance of looking for his offense and creating opportunities for his team. Knocked down a couple of threes, that was great to see, and generating free throw opportunities. Just an all-round great game from Scotty. 18 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists, 3 steals, 1 block, 6 for 13 from the field. Again, 2 for 4 from 3 and 4 for 4 from the free throw line. He was doing it all. He did a little bit of everything well tonight, even on the defensive end. Hence, the 1 block on Brandon Ingram, which was... Very important in the late stages of the fourth quarter, giving the Raptors an opportunity on the opposite end. I know it was a slow start for Scotty in the early parts of the season, but lately he's been figuring it out, and this is what he can do when he has it all figured out. When he's aggressive, he's not passing up every shot, he's looking for his opportunities as well, creating for his teammates. This is the end result. Just a well-balanced game from Scotty. Jakob Pertl tonight. That trade is paying dividends at this point. His presence on defense, the ability to generate second chance opportunities, not to mention having a big man that can score, that will open up so many more opportunities in the half court. And that is exactly what is happening for the Raptors right now. It's giving them a dynamic that has been missed for quite some time. And it certainly looked like Jakob never left the team. 21 points, 18 rebounds, 2 assists, 3 steals, and 1 block, 9 for 11 from the field. Obviously no attempts from 3, but Nick Nurse did allude to that, that that might change in the near future. But for now, let's keep it as is. And he shot 3 for 7 from the free throw line. Missed some key free throws down the stretch, but his teammates definitely picked him up, picked up the pieces, and closed out the game accordingly. A great game and an efficient game from Jakob Portal. And last but definitely not least, Gary Trent Jr., not a very efficient game, but an impactful game when it mattered most. 18 points, 1 assist, 2 steal, and for 6 for 16 shooting from the field, 3 for 8 from 3, and 3 for 3 from the free throw line. On an off night, Gary Trent Jr. is still able to give you 18 points. He hit a big 3 in the dying minutes of the game, picked off a couple cross-court passes from the Pelicans. Even though the passes were telegraphed, it generated opportunities for the Raptors. And obviously for Gary Trent Jr., I cannot celebrate this enough. In an off game, the fact that he's able to find other ways to be impactful, and more importantly, he's able to get to the free throw line to offset some of the bad shooting has been an interesting development this season and necessary development and has well-rounded his game and the Raptors have needed every single bucket from him. Love the progress that Gary Trent Jr. continues to make as the season goes on. As for our role players tonight, Chris Boucher, who I imagine had the highlight of the night in the closing seconds of the third quarter, looked like he just took off a step from the free throw line off a turnover, blowing by Jose Alvarado for a massive dunk, and then getting the block on the opposite end to close up the third quarter. 
it was great to see that's the kind of effort and energy that the Raptors are going to need from Chris Boucher every single night and again it paid dividends nine points eight rebounds one assist one block on four for eight shooting from the field and one for three from three no attempts from the free throw line if the raptors are going to have any chance in going on a serious run they need to have consistent production coming off the bench and if chris boucher can do that every single night the raptors will definitely have a good chance on accomplishing their goal precious Achua back to the bench tonight but still effective six points six rebounds one block on two for six shooting oh for one from three and two for two from the free throw line what i loved about precious achua is his approach didn't change his minutes might have dialed down quite a bit but it did not change his approach there was a possession or a couple of possessions where he was trying to drive into the paint and he was cut off not once but twice but then he kept going back to it on the next possession he was able to get by the defender on the perimeter absorbed the contact and floated a shot in the paint and he did that twice and that's exactly what you want to see from precious is finding other ways to be impactful and he's definitely doing that i think og being out and him being in a starting unit being staggered with some of the starters and closing out the game definitely gave him the necessary experience that he can now be an effective and consistent player coming off the bench for the Raptors and similar to Boucher they're going to need every effort from the two of them and Jeff Dowden Jr. tonight love the fact that we got to see minutes from him I definitely thought that Malachi was going to assume these minutes and especially with Fred VanVleet being out that the Raptors would have utilized his shooting but I'm not complaining I've been a huge Jeff Dowden fan for quite some time and I was waiting for his moment to shine so to speak didn't like the, the fact that he got three personal fouls this game but I love the fact that he was a steady option at the guard spot for the Raptors five points one rebound three assists on two for four shooting one for two from three no attempts at the free throw line he's definitely the more experienced out of the young guys coming off the bench especially the back end of the bench so this is something that you can expect from Jeff Dowden on a consistent basis but love the fact that he was ready love the fact that he made the most of of his opportunity hasn't been getting consistent minutes at all this season and was able to be an effective player coming off the bench very happy to see that for Jeff Dowden this was a great team win for the Raptors it was a necessary win coming out of the all-star break the Raptors have not been very good coming out of the all-star break but you can sense that the vibe around this team is different there's a lot more energy coming out of them a lot more smiling the buzz in the arena the vibe all around has improved and winning will do that and the Raptors are on a three-game win streak it definitely seems that the Raptors are focused on their goal and they're looking to pull out all the stops in order to achieve it and they have an opportunity to do so on Saturday with a very bizarre start time 12 p.m. tip off going for four wins in a row it'll probably be the first time this season if the Raptors are able to pull it off or should I say when the Raptors are pulling it off with a victory on Saturday afternoon Obviously, the Pistons not living up to their expectations, dealing with injuries, especially with the likes of Cade Cunningham, taking the win out of their sails this season. But they're still a young, competitive team, and they will put up a fight. Nothing is going to be easy. 
but the Raptors are the more polished team, the more experienced team, and this should be a victory. But at the same time, the Raptors are in no position to take any team for granted. But as we look at the keys to victory against the Pistons, I think it's very simple. Get on the glass, limit transition opportunities, and run their shooters off the three-point line. There isn't many of them, but as we saw last game, Boyan Bogdanovich can clearly shoot his team back into the game. So the Raptors definitely want to learn from tonight's game, not leaving open opportunities in transition from the perimeter. They take care of that. They come away with the victory, and hopefully we'll be talking about a four-game win streak. But we shall see come Saturday afternoon. And that's it for me, folks. Thank you to all listeners new and old for tuning in. I appreciate every single one of you. If you have not done so already, please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. It'll mean so much if you take the time to do so. And until the next episode, everyone, please continue to stay healthy and stay safe. Good people. Peace.